1: This is a Sports Biz Rundown, part of the Sports Biz power interview on Tuesdays, Athletes, Entrepreneurs, Salt Leaders in Sports. And on Friday, we go in line with our newsletter, the Sports Biz Rundown, to break down the top Sports Biz news, events, jobs for that week, cut to the chase, and give it to you very concise. And this week, we're joined with a very special guest to help commentate and add some opinions on to what's going on this week in sports. We have Herb May, uh, Director Partnerships corporate partnerships at the houston outlaws what's going on Dude, here? Don't, call me,
0: don't call me special i
1: don't mean it <laughs> Good to have you. um congrats on uh starting the new gig with the outlaws uh, if you got if you want to give the listeners kind of a little bit of uh your background real quick and and kind of what you're doing in esports sure thing uh
0: quick rundown started in uh traditional sports, working with the NFL right out of the University of Mississippi, um, and uh, did corporate hospitality and ticket sales for the Super Bowl. I had wanted to get into eSports for, for uh, quite some time. Last March, started working for a small eSports and land center down in uh, Atlanta, Georgia for my first kind of dip my toe in the water, then went up to New York City, worked for Roundhill Investments, where we launched uh, one the, the first pure play eSports ETF from the New York Stock Exchange, um, and then Beasley Media Group uh, acquired the Houston Outlaws, and as they were building their their team in, in their front office, um, I was reached out to by Christy Apolino and Lori Burgess um, for the role of Director of Corporate Partnerships. And, next thing you know, I'm back in, back in Houston, just like Super Bowl 51, full, uh, full circle. So it's good to be back. Good to be in Houston and great to be in eSports, having a lot of fun.
1: That's amazing. I'm looking forward to seeing how the Outlaws do and, and tune in. And, and eSports is definitely a hot topic that, as you know, and people are trying to make moves and brands are doing things and athletes are doing things. And um, And I think maybe your your feedback could be really helpful on how to kind of navigate the landscape and we will kind of dive in that later but um cool let's let's go right into this uh into this where we'll we'll cover the top 6 sports biz news that happened this week starting with minute media uh, a leading global technology and publishing platform announced that it raised 40 million in venture capital bringing its total funding to 160 million uh, the funds will be used to support global expansion, enhancing its tech publishing platform, investing into recently acquired the Players' Tribune, an athlete-focused content platform. And, you know, it's very interesting news, and Media is trying to dabble more into the sports side of things. And they recently acquired uh, the Players' Tribune, and, and they made an investment into some other uh, media outlets like sided, But uh, this is a big deal, and it looks like they're – definitely uh, putting the money behind what they're trying to do in, in, into the content and media and athlete side of the things. But um, I don't know if you have any thoughts on this, Herb, what, uh, on, this, on this news. Listen, I, I think um, with a lot of this
0: stuff and you see large media properties, and I always am going to defer back to Barstool because I think they're doing it the best right now. But acquiring as many properties as you possibly can to give you the biggest amount of reach is really key. And I think that's what you saw here. And then, you know, I think one of the really key factors here is, is working with high level influencers to help you launch your platform, working with somebody like Derek Jeter, who founded, you know, players, one of the founders of the players tribune, it makes this kind of so unique and and special uh, in my opinion. And, you know, as people want, people want sports, in a different way than sports illustrated, uh, or, you know, ESPN is able to give them these days. I think that's just the reality. I mean, I think you and I both grew up with Scott van Pelt and, you know, watching the desk every morning and that's just kind of the way it's always been. And now there's just more unique ways to be receiving your sports content. And I think that's what you're seeing here in a lot of, you know, different, uh, distribution channels. So I think this is a,
1: this is a cool deal. Yeah, and, and a little bit about Minute Media, it's backed by lean capital firms and strategic ventures like Battery Ventures, Goldman Sachs, Procebin, Dawn Capital, Vintage Investments, it, the list goes on, and and their portfolio extends to the Players' Tribune, which is probably one of the most notable and well-recognized um, investments, but they also acquired or have some stake in 90 Minute, uh, 12 Up, uh, Mental Floss, a big league, fan-sided, so they're making the investments, and this is big news and excited to see where Media helps lead the Players Tribune as I'm a big fan of that, and they do great events, activations, and have a very authentic relationship with their creators, the athletes. So um, that's great news. We'll move on to the next story with Blue Wire, which is actually very special because this podcast is on the Blue Wire network, and we want to give a huge shout out to their team out there with Blue Wire. They just announced their – closing a seed round and they raised 1.2 million um looking to build out continue the long form narrative contest through podcasts um the you know the company believes that while sports highlights continue to be very you know, very favorably viewed in the short term but more long form audio uh content is kind of where it's at so this podcast is produced by Blue Wire. We recently signed with them, and we're one of the first sports business-related podcasts on their platform. But huge shout-out to them for, for closing their seed round on, on 1.2 and, and seeing where they use those funds and continue to acquire more talent or bring in more brands. But um, it's really interesting, and kind of the approach for them is they have a network of almost 80 different podcasters, and they help uh, find brands to, to activate – and do ad reads through, um, a variety of, you know, different podcasts rather than myself, just solely pitching out brands. They can pitch a brand on multiple podcasts in a certain sports sector. So, um, interesting news on that. I don't know if you have any thoughts to chime in on that, Herb. You know, um,
0: podcasting just continues to amaze me. Um, just from the grand scheme of things, it's just, uh, You know, I I can't remember the last time I listened to the radio, but I can't go a day without, you know, listening to a podcast. So it's, uh, and and I'm really, really interested to see where it goes. Um, So when I see a company like this, um, seeing this, you know, amount of investment, it just, it kind of justifies where the puck is going in regards to voice. And I know you and I both know Gary Vaynerchuk talks about voice a lot. And uh, it's just you know there's there's I, I can work out now to somebody's voice
1: yeah you know and yeah. I
0: think that just and because I want to continue to to get smarter and expand you know my knowledge base and, and podcast and, you know some people watch pod- podcasts for education some people watch them for inter- or watch look I look at, I look at, like inherently say watch but listen to them yeah. uh, for for knowledge for for education for entertainment um, but I mean uh, a uh, uh, a, a, an advertising slot, like a, someone told me that like a minute long advertising slot on call her daddy right now is $50,000. That's, that's outrageous, outrageous, but you know, well-deserved.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it's interesting to see, see brands activate and how it's a different approach for how to get them to convert. Where you know you have to be, that's aligned really well. And I think you generally have to use the product that you're promoting through the, the audio because it's kind of difficult to convert. Whether you don't have the, you can have visual aspects to it. But um, this news, you know, we're really pumped to be, you know, signed uh, with Blue Wire like right before uh, the new year and grow with them. You know, we we were doing an event in Super Bowl with them and we got some really good interviews. So looking forward to seeing you continue to see the more talent that comes onto this network, more brands and then helping just be part of that with, you know, introducing things to our network and, and facilitating that. So um, yeah, so that's a, that's great news and we'll move right to the next story uh, relating to more sports money. So we have the UEFA two-year championship league ban on defending premier league champions, Manchester city for allegedly, Misleading European soccer and government body and breaking financial fair play rules, which cost the club around eighty million in revenue in twenty twenty, uh, reporting by by Forbes. So that's big news. It's punishment. You see a lot of teams that are breaking rules. Um, they're not playing around. They're taking a harsh stance. And you know, eighty million is is a lot to be um, you know a lot to be penalized for. And I think there can be some other things that might go into that. Um, investigation. But, you know, you look at the, the Astros, you look at some other things, people, they, especially in sports, if the integrity is lost in it, it, you know, it kind of hurts the reputation for fans that are, have been longtime fans or fans trying to be, you know, new fans bringing it to the market, but they definitely penalize them hardcore with a 80 million, um, you know, pretty much revenue dent. So. I, don't know if- I, uh,
0: I can't currently talk on, on the team uh, in in the in Major League Baseball uh, yep. because I have, I now have a relationship with them um, and but I, I think with a lot of this stuff it doesn't matter what sport you're playing to 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 build your fan base um, you know uh, athletic integrity is crucial and um, I think in a world uh, I think a world where we all live very publicly, um, it's really, really tough to find the balance between discipline and, you know, trying to cover something up, uh, you know, for the good of your sport or for your league. And I think that's what commissioners really struggle with, whether it's Manford to Goodell to you know, to, to all these guys. Um, so there's massive properties and, and you know, and to Overwatch League as well. I think, you know, at the, at the end of the day, some people, um, have tried to cut corners and if you try to cut corners, you deserve to be penalized. Um, but, uh, $80 million is that's, uh, that stinks. I wouldn't want to yeah. see that come out of my, uh, out of my organization.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's kind of, you know, for, for this podcast, we're not necessarily, trying to criticize any of it just kind of shows the implications that are possible when, especially big governing bodies when they get involved and they penalize, they they throw down kind of the iron hammer and reading something here on fours where it says um, that would translate to a $295 million loss in value lowering Manchester city's overall valuation to $2.38 billion dollars for calculated. So it's a revenue loss, but it's also just like the value of their brand kind of, uh, it decreases. So the implications are real and reputation is a lot of things and, and Manchester city is a powerhouse brand and I'm sure they're going to continue to prevail. But when big governing bodies get involved, they, they really don't mess around as seen here.
0: No doubt about it.
1: So. Um, that kind of covers that. We'll go to the next article with covering Delta Airlines, which they have signed a $40 million combo sponsorship deal with the organizers for the 2028 LA Games and NBC Universal, ensuring it will play a key role in uh, the first American game since 2002, knocking out a longtime Olympics incumbent United States. So Delta Airlines, you know, there's a lot of logistics that go into, um, you know, World Cups, um, Olympics things like that. And even like you look at the NFL when they're just traveling to London, how much goes into that and how um, difficult it is to move so many athletes, uh, teams, brands, people, fans, everything. So this is a mega deal. Um, Airline industry, it's volatile. You see a lot of stuff going on with the coronavirus affecting airlines and leisure entertainment. So, you know, this is kind of going down the line. I'm super pumped to be, um, you know, going to attend this in Los Angeles, but this is a mega sponsorship deal. Um, and I'm sure there's different types of activations that involved with it. And obviously like the, the aspect of shipping bands and athletes to, uh, to the games.
0: Yeah. I think these are, you know, when you see travel sponsorship and travel, travel deals like this, um, they are certainly a massive deal. I, I, I think I can compare these almost to like, cybersecurity uh, cyber deals in a way or like Amazon Web Services going to work for the, for the Pentagon. You know, the, like, it, it's 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 a contract, yeah. I believe, of that magnitude when you're talking about travel. Um, and I also think it, it can even be more tricky and more complicated because it's in such of the public light. You know, you, like AWS uh, can, can, you know, is a web services platform and, and isn't necessarily tangible when, you know, one one thing can go wrong uh on a Delta flight and it's you know immediately posted on social and can go viral and then next thing you know you got a PR nightmare in your hand. So I actually sometimes can yeah. find it to be uh just from a from a from a social media standpoint from a sponsorship standpoint, it can be super, super complex. But the magnitude of a deal like that is just huge. Yeah. Uh for Delta, which is, you know, I'm, i I I have slowly switched over the last ten years from Southwest to Delta. I'm, you know, Frequently on Delta, I'll go out of my way to use Delta. So, um, as a fan of Delta Airlines, I, uh, I'm I'm excited to see uh, I'm excited to see uh, this deal happen, and um, you know it's a big deal for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, and airlines are highly competitive, and and with the pricing and with all these external factors. But says Delta has been the number two airline at LAX Airport since 2016, right behind American. And American, it looks like they recently inked a founding sponsorship in the SoFi Stadium, new L.A. stadium. So uh, Delta wants to make moves, and, the, you know, they, they're all competitive, and they're, it's, who, it's really who can have the best type of activation, but also who can pull out the biggest check in a lot of cases to kind of outbid their competitors. But this is a mega deal. Um, looking forward, you know, even though it's down the line to, to host in uh, L.A., and um, and and have that going, but uh, looking forward to see how this, this deal plays out, and uh, we'll keep it rolling to the to the next article, which is more into the, the um, uh, some sponsorship news. So the premier lacrosse, the premier lacrosse league, has signed a sponsorship deal with Ticketmaster that includes an uncommon wrinkle and Pro Team Sports. The company uh, company's name will become the official league's title. The league co-founded by Paul Rabel, perhaps the best known player in lacrosse. Uh, will be known as the PLL Powered by Ticketmaster as it barks on its second season. So from what I've read, what I've seen, I'm a big fan of the Premier Lacrosse League, what they're doing to innovate lacrosse and bring in a new sport to market with their tour-based style. But from the reading through this deal, there's not too much logistics on how much the deal is worth, um, but it's their official partner and from what we've seen on Paul's, um, stories and, and their press releases at the, the Premier Lacrosse League, this is the biggest deal in, in lacrosse history. So um, I know you're – we're both Maryland guys and played yeah. lacrosse, and it's cool to see this sport grow to be, um, you know, where it's at and, and kind of be recognized nationally. I, um,
0: I love the PLL. I love Rabel. My buddy Tyler Steinhardt is over there doing uh, content for them. Um, I, only one can exist here. So uh, one, and this is more of a broader PLL perspective, but like lacrosse, uh, there can only be one league that exists. So I, I would like to see the PLL be the only one and the MLL to, to be absorbed by the PLL. That's just a side yeah. note. Um, but I think what you're showing here from a league starting from scratch, and I actually can relate a lot to what the PLL is doing from an, from an Overwatch standpoint, they are content first. What Rabel does from a content perspective is bar none the best I've ever seen, and everyone should be taking notes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, there's no reason that a brand like Ticketmaster should want to have their brand associated with the amount of reach that they get, uh, you know, especially pertaining to that demographic, which I know trends younger. Um, I'm intre- like, I just want to see the. I'd want to see the details of of where this comes to play. You know, yeah. a league with the title sponsor of Ticketmaster that I know is also bringing on a an inside sales team for ticket sales. I, I just, I'd just be curious to see where where the value is. Um, you know, I, I was, I, I, I'd be much more excited. I was more excited. I was more excited internally by Gatorade and Adidas and. Um, some of the other things I've seen. And this one, while I know it's a big deal, I just don't know if I get
1: it. Yeah. So, so kind of clarify on that, where there's not many financial data that they they reported on this, um, but it says Ticketmaster will get more than just its name on the league's banner. This is a Bloomberg article. The brand will be attached to what the league calls the Premier Zone, a festival like area at games that the PLL says can attract 90% of the attendees. Um, and the league soon-to-be six podcast shows that will now be called the Ticketmaster Studios. So kind of what you mentioned, they um, you know, they built yes. their own in-house uh, content team, which they, they've crushed it on all platforms, YouTube, Instagram, social, and connecting with the fans that um, noah I don't think any other – sport has seen nonetheless lacrosse has not seen it like this so it looks very experiential Ticketmaster will get naming rights signage but deeper than that connecting with fans through content through hospitality live experiences It, it seems like they're doing a giveaway right now for for this activation to kick it off so um yeah it's exciting to see congrats to the pll and and continued success and just growing the sport so um that's really great news, and, and you can read the full article on Bloomberg. So um, next story we're looking at is the National Basketball Association and the National Basketball Association and New Balance have announced multi-year agreement that will make the global sportswear brand an official marketing partner of the league. As part of the deal, New Balance will create authentic broadcast, digital, and retail content featuring New Balance-sponsored athletes and their respective NBA uniforms and team logos. Terms were not disclosed. You got a big athlete like Kawhi Leonard, that's a New Balance um, athlete. This is a huge partnership. NBA is continuing to roll out ginormous partnerships for the likes of like Hennessy in recent weeks. You had the NBA All-Star, which was very big. Um, but, yeah, this seems like a very interesting deal. It's still kind of curious as to what it actually means to be, you know, an official marketing partner. Um, but it, it should be exciting to see how this how this rolls out.
0: Uh, New Balance is no longer the the dead shoe, man. Yeah. New Balance is in. New Balance is hip. I can't walk into a store right now without bumping into New Balance. And quite honestly, some of them are great looking. And I consider, you know, I'm considering a switch. I've been wearing Nikes for a long time. New Balance is in my yeah. face these days. Um, so I think it's a big deal. I think when uh, when a, when a brand like New Balance can work with a property like the NBA, which I'm no massive NBA fan um, and don't pretend to be uh, because, you know, I don't have my Baltimore bullets anymore. But uh, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I, um, I, I think the, 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 the global reach of the NBA is massive for a brand like new balance, which is kind of refurbishing and working with, like you said, Y Leonard and and larger influencers. Um, I think this is bigger for new balance than it is for the NBA. Yeah. But I think based on where New Balance is headed, uh, based on who they're working with and, and the ways that they're innovating their brand, um, I mean, that like long-term, down down five ten ten years down the road, New Balance is up there dancing around with, with Adidas.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it, it looks interesting where we'll actually probably uncover some more details about what this will look like tonight when the, the Nuggets at the Clippers uh, play where... Um, it says the relationship will officially kick off with New Balance. We got now brand global brand campaign featuring the Clippers uh, superstar Kawhi Leonard and uh, the game tonight. So we'll see if you tune into that game. They'll probably have some more details about what this activation looks like. Um, it also says a part of the deal, New Balance will create authentic broadcast, digital, and retail content featuring New Balance sponsored athletes with their respective NBA uniforms and logos. Uh, terms were not disclosed. So. Check out the game tonight, and maybe you'll get some other details about what this will look like for, for upcoming years. Um, so, that kind of wraps up the top six stories that we um, kind of saw this week. Um, I don't know if you want to kind of chime in if there's any other esports news that kind of came up that was interesting this week or something that we could briefly mention or um, thing like that, but we can kind of move along to other segment, But I don't know, Herb, if you have any kind of interesting, real quick esports news that happened this week. The one
0: thing that comes directly to mind, um, is, uh, the Logitech Herman Miller deal, deal, Um, so Logitech partnering with Herman Miller, I mean, Herman Miller, uh, did, um, basically a first wave of innovation on gaming chairs, uh, down for team, uh, for complexity gaming down in Dallas, which is, you know, Jerry Jones's organization. Um, and that was kind of the first whiff that they were stepping into this space. Now that Logitech, who I know for a fact sees themselves as like the Nike of gaming yes. um, that is doing this and stepping into the chair space uh, is a big deal for someone like me um, because it's a brand that I think most people really enjoy working with. Um, and there's a lot of options for chairs and furniture as a peripheral right now. Um, and uh, when you see a brand starting to, take a stronghold on a bunch of different categories and then step into one that they haven't traditionally been in. Um, it's a big deal for, for our industry. So, uh, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't, uh, I didn't prospect the hell out of, uh, Logitech last week. That's amazing.
1: Um, yeah. And, and um, for future weeks, we're, we're going to continue to kind of, uh, tap you her for any cool stories that you've come across specifically in esports. as that's a area that a lot of people, Are looking to learn more about. So um, moving right along, we'll kind of dive in a little bit to the Sports Biz Pod. So you're listening to the Sports Biz Rundown. Uh, We released two episodes per week. The episode we released this Tuesday was uh, the Future of Sports, which was a live event that we put on in New York City uh, in Times Square at the Microsoft Technology Center, where we had panelists like Wayne Kimmel, managing partner at 76 Capital, David Meltzer, co-founder at Sports1 Marketing. Building Jamieson, global strategy director at the Global Sports Venture Studio at RJ Ventures, and Colette Smith, the first female NFL coach uh, for the New York Jets. So um, that was a live event that we were live streaming on LinkedIn, um, and we essentially took that audio and we just published it this Tuesday. So go check that out. We also have um, you know a podcast with Marcus Colson that we aired, and then we're going to release some amazing interviews next Tuesday with uh, either an athlete, investor, or executive. So. If you haven't already, go to, you can go to www.sportsbizpod.com to see all the upcoming um, podcasts that we're going to do and, and go like and subscribe that. So next thing we're kind of move right along to is sports biz events. So essentially we've built the best sports calendar that you can see and see all the best sports events, sports entertainment, networking, just general events. So we'll, we'll briefly go through this kind of list. Um, if you go to our website, you can subscribe and you can get access to this calendar it's going to save you a lot of time. It's going to save you some money. We give you, we give you free tickets. Sometimes we give you discounted tickets to these conferences that we partner up with. So kind of looking at March, it's jam-packed with some amazing events. Starting first week of March, you have the Sportel Conference in Miami, Florida. you got the Front Office Sports Sports Community, Happy Hour March 4th in New York City, MIT Sloan Sports Analytics Conference, March 6th to 7th in Boston. This uh, sports innovation meetup powered by 76 Capital and the Maxwell Awards, uh, March 6th in Atlantic City, New Jersey, Paul Rabel Foundation fundraiser, March 12th in New York City, South by Southwest, their sports track, March 13th to 16th in Austin, Texas. We might be making it down uh, to Texas for that, um, potentially doing a a meetup. So just reach out for more details on that. Then uh, moving on to kind of later in March, we got Penn State Sports Business Conference March 20th at State College, Pennsylvania. Huge shout out to their team there. I spoke at the conference last year. Um, Don't think I'll be able to attend. I might be able to attend, but it's a great collegiate conference. They're crushing it. They have some amazing headliners like the Eric Nardini CEO at Barstool Sports, Mike Tannenbaum, the former GM of. Um, in uh, the NFL, um, WNBA commissioner, and they're continuing to release more. But shout-out to that team there. Same day as well as the Temple Sports Business Conference, March 20th in Philadelphia. Then we got the 2020 CA World Congress of Sports, March 25th to 26th, Dana Point, California. Um, Part of that is the 2020 Forbes – no, sorry, the uh, Sports Business Journal 40 Under 40 Awards, same place on March 26th. Then we got the sport techie state of the industry March 26 to 27th in New York city, um, actually taking place in Barclays center. So we've been involved with that conference in years past, likely will attend again, uh, great conference. And then kind of kickstart of April, we got the S E M E sports events, marketing experience conference in Washington, DC, April 3rd to 4th. Those are some of the big, big events going on in conferences um as more maybe smaller or bigger events pop up we continue to curate that on our calendar and we have an events newsletter that goes out every Monday that kind of gives you a snapshot very brief concise and and gives you some discounts but um those are some of the big events here. but what do you have planned this this month or any events that you guys are doing or maybe you're planning on going to in esports or just sports in general
0: this weekend um we have our inaugural homestand coming up in Houston. So if you are in the area, um, either reach out to Nick or reach out to me directly. Uh, certainly happy to try and get you some tickets. If you are in the Houston area, come by and check out. We've got nine teams coming into town. Houston plays uh, the London Spitfire tomorrow night at 6. Um, we've got nine other teams coming into town. Um, some great appearances coming up. Uh, you know, Super appreciative of our sponsors. Uh, H-E-B, and a couple others that are about to be announced. Um, but i um, really excited for that. And then we also host the last homestand of the Overwatch League in August. Um, so we will close out the season again here in, in Houston. Um, in regards to industry events, um, I know PAX East just happened. Um, but also I will be in New York on April 21st for esports upfront and then April twenty eighth uh is esports insider New York um, which is where I was last year. Um so we are speaking and uh sponsoring I don't know if actually we're sponsoring we're involved in esports upfront which is a kind of a uh it's esports business um whatever that group is uh, that, that built that event. And then eSports Insider is a publication that I get a lot of my news from and they uh, host a great event uh, in New York city. So that's, that's what I got coming up.
1: I like it. And we'll, we'll include those into the, the uh, calendar as well. We, we did an eSports event in January um, kind of, testing the market on how that we had a really good attendance so we're planning on doing another type esports event you know keep you in the loop on that herb but um that kind of covers events you can go to um our our website sportsbizgroup.com to subscribe to our events newsletter and get access to this uh shareable google calendar that i think has helped save people a lot of time and money um when researching and attending these types of events so we're happy to promote other people's events. Um, and, uh, just send us events at sports biz group. If you do have an event, um, send us an email there and we'll, we'll include it. Um, kind of wrapping it up. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll end it on the sports biz jobs. So, um, we have kind of six jobs and, um, you know, starting with Manhattan sports business Academy, which is um, a program that I'm going to be running this summer. Um, then sports biz group was, you know, hired to, to, uh, you know, elevate this program and get that. But it's an eight-week summer program. We find the best college students that want to break into the industry. We pair you with um, an internship based off of what you're looking to do in the industry uh, for this summer. We pair you with mentors. We have events, career workshops, something every day. But it's an accelerator to kind of break into the industry. And um, if you are interested in applying, reach out to me directly or go to www.gomsba.com um, to, to apply and check out some more details, but check out the Manhattan sports business Academy would love to hear and see other college students that are trying to make it big in the industry apply for that. And, um, Herb, hopefully we can get you in as a speaker or as a mentor or, or attend one of our events when we're, 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 cranking on this in the summer. Um, or if you know of any students Herb, let, let us know. Um, but that's a cool opportunity that we're excited about. Uh, another job that we're kind of highlighting uh, with the XFL um, because they they've been doing very great job kind of starting this season off. But it's with the uh, New York Guardians, marketing and partnerships manager with the uh, New York Guardians. Uh, another job is I,
0: that's my crew over there, Matt that's- Knowles and uh, and Janet
1: Duke. They you know they were on location before they went over there. It's a it's a cool team. They're they're, they're doing a great job. I'm I'm hoping to make it out to a guardians game almost went to uh xf uh dc defenders game but i'm excited to see where it goes they're, they're doing well in the xfl um yeah n- another job uh, kind of a sales role is a sales account executive with confirm 360 um nick spike he uh passed along this this job and he used to work at Thusio and the brooklyn nets but this uh this company is very interesting they provide you know. 360 access to very exclusive events and sports, entertainment, lifestyle, music. Very fun, cool company based in Los Angeles. They're growing their New York sales team. So if you're good at sales, good at hitting the phones, um, check out our newsletter to apply or or go search uh the best way possible to find the sales exec uh, account executive at Confirm 360. Um another thing that we're looking for internally is more um, college students. So um, you know, if Whether Manhattan Sports Biz Academy isn't a good fit or it's too extensive, we are looking for college students um, to be brand ambassadors for Sports Biz Group to help kind of drive more awareness to our social media, to our newsletters, to our podcasts, to all these free resources that we do. And if you are interested in that, you can uh, reach out to me directly um, to apply for that. But very um, do as you go. Uh, very flexible, should be able to get you some really good connections and experience. So we're looking for brand ambassadors at, at the collegiate level starting as soon as possible this semester. Um, last two jobs are strategy associated at IMG and a financial analyst at the XFL uh, directly. So all these are um, are available on our newsletter. We are looking into unveiling a job board in the upcoming months. So um, Herb, I don't know if you, if you guys are hiring or if you know of any interesting esports jobs that maybe you want to showcase real quick, but um, if, you guys, if anyone listening has jobs that they're looking to hire, um, we have a good you know, uh, pulse on, on the, the network and, and job market so we can help promote it or, or refer people. But I don't know, if Herb, you, if you have any interesting opportunities. Not to my
0: knowledge. That being said, you know, we are working on getting through this homestand um, this week. Uh, so I do think if we do have opportunities coming up, they'd be announced kind of shortly. Um, quite honestly, we, nothing on my radar just yet. We just literally hired our 20th and last person, actually somebody from the Astros. Um, so, uh, but we'll, we'll pass those. That being said, you know, if anyone's interested in esports roles, I I do love to point people in the right direction. So always reach out. I'm, I'm pretty accessible on LinkedIn.
1: Amazing. Um, so let's do uh, let's do a giveaway maybe uh, to kind of wrap it up. Um, if you got some uh, Houston Outlaw swag, we can either purchase that or, or pay for the shipping. But um, to get access to to enter to win, if you can do this, where if you can subscribe to Sports Biz Pod, um, give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Um, just send, a screen, send us a five-star review and subscribe, and just take a screenshot of that and, and follow us on Instagram and send us a DM with that screenshot. Can we send a, a hat? What, what do you think? We, what do you think we should? Uh, we should I should. You get? know,
0: it's, a, it's an interesting. It's an interesting time. We have a new uh, new merch line dropping for this weekend, and then we have uh, a bunch of swag coming from the homestand. So I can put together a little goodie bag for uh, for a giveaway.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll cover yes. the, we'll cover the shipping and, and uh, so whoever's listening, we'll, if you want some Houston outlaws swag, we'll um, just go, go subscribe, share this and, and uh, just send us a screenshot of you doing that um, via uh, Instagram and we're at sports biz group. But um, yeah, that kind of wraps up the sports biz rundown. Herb, you have any other you know ways to connect with you? You're, you're on LinkedIn. Um, but anything that we can kind of share about what you're working on or help connect you with people in our network? Um,
0: LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram are the best ways to get me. LinkedIn is just Herb May. Twitter is, uh, at Herbie May, H-E-R-B-I-E-M-A-Y. And then, uh, Instagram is herb.may.410. I should probably have them all be the same. They'll probably help people out. (laughs) Um, but, um, No, man, we're really excited about where the Overwatch League is right now. Um, With the the content that's been coming out, it's been amazing. The the competition's been fierce opening up the season. Um, So we're really excited about these home and away matches. And, uh, you know, if you're curious about Overwatch, if you're curious about esports, just reach on out. As Nick knows, all I like to do is talk about it.
1: That's amazing. Herbie crushed it. Um, excited to see what's going on with the Outlaws and, and how, how we might get involved or collaborate. Um, but, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. If you haven't already, go like, uh, subscribe, connect with us on social, at Sports Biz Group. Um, we're definitely going to do this giveaway and um, let us know uh, send us some screenshots but please reach out if you um, you can send us an email at rundown at sportsbizgroup.com if you would like any jobs events anything curated we'd love to help um, so let's uh, let's connect and, and thanks again Herb, for, for hopping on
0: you got it bro anything for you